All right, this week on One More Pass, we talk about Bill's Chiefs. We talk about the Battle of the Bays, Tampa Bay versus Green Bay. We also talk about Aaron Rodgers. Is he going to be leaving Green Bay next season? We'll see. We have Pod Dammit as well. Rob gives another scathing parking lot etiquette Pod Dammit that you guys need to listen to. That's it's pretty spot on. So, Rob, are you ready to go? I am very much ready to go. Let us do this. Joe, are you ready to go? Uh, I, I'm not ready for football season to be over, but I am ready to do this podcast. One more week. We're so freaking sad. It's terrible. One more pass. Let's go. Let's drown our sorrows. All right. Welcome back to the One More Pass podcast. You can follow us at One More Pass on Instagram, at One More Pass on Twitter. Hey guys, we have an email this week. Mm. So pumped about this. Exciting. Uh, yeah. Our email is one more pass pot at gmail.com. We have one of our listeners that dropped us a line this week. So uh, Joey, do you want to get into our first email? Well, this is uh, someone that likes the show. Uh, hello, one more pass. I love listening to the show. Big fan. I have a question and a thought. So they're going for it. They get, you know, they're sending an email. They're going to make it count. Let's do it. Question. What's the plan for one more pass when football season ends? I think we're all just <laughs> going to hibernate for eight <laughs> months. Uh, will the podcast end or continue? Will you shift to other sports? And a thought, since you all are very accomplished musicians, it would be great to have you suggest an album or artist at the end of each episode. I'm always looking for new music and artists. So not only did they send an email, but that's a pretty good one. I think those are, uh, yeah, that's a great idea and uh, a valid point. I think I've just been in denial that football's going to, that the season's going to end. So I haven't thought that far. Oh yeah. Yeah. We have one more week left. We're all pretty bummed about it, but we will talk about other sports. I think before even football season started, we talked about other sports. Granted it was just baseball and uh, I think maybe a little bit of basketball, but I mean, it's still mostly football, which like obviously football runs year round with uh, trades and like all this stuff. So, but yeah, uh, we will cover other sports and uh, yeah. yeah. It's great. It's good timing. Cause uh, yeah, there's a new, Marble Olympics season coming up so we can get into the full <laughs> width and breadth of that. Uh, marble racing. Uh, Rob's had us a uh, like Instagram post last night and I couldn't tell if this was true or not, Rob. Oh, it's real. I mean, like, do you want to get into it's it? Real. Oh, it's real. Okay, Rob, do you want to give the listeners uh, just some insight if they don't follow along marble racing like you do? Yeah. Uh, so there's a uh, one of the guys, one of the big guys that does uh, marble racing. He lives in the Netherlands. It's called Yelly's <laughs> Marbles. And uh, each... There's a, each team has kind of a name and, you know, of, of like, there's the, like my favorite team is the Rangers and they're all orange. And there's one called like, uh, uh, the, the, uh, the mighty ducks or something like that. And they're like a greenish yellow and, and they came up with a new one for the, for the Bernie mittens. They're like black and brown. <laughs> so there's a new, uh, there's a new yelly marbles uh, team. The, uh, I think they're called the Bernie Bombers or something like that. I can't remember, but uh, yeah, pretty excited about that. Feel the burn. Yeah, feel Hell yeah. This is great, but we will cover other sports and thank you for that email. And yeah, uh, maybe at the end of the episode, we can do an artist or an album. If you guys can uh, yeah. think off the top of your head about this one, uh, we can do that. But uh, yeah, just once again, our email is one more pass pod at gmail.com. Drop us a line and we will read one every single week. And I think we enjoy doing this. So that's awesome. But let's get into this week. Joey Sanchez played a show. 
classically in Texas, but he did play a show this past week. So Joey, do you want us to give us a rundown of your show at Billy Bob's in Fort Worth at the Stockyards? How was that? Forgive me if I'm a little aloof. I don't what time zone am I in? Like being on the road, man, I'm just, I, I just don't even know where I am right now. This feels good to be home. It's still central. Feels so good to be home after 36 hours away. Uh, just getting back to it. <laughs> um, it was fun. It, it, uh, I was telling you guys before we started, I, it had been 10 months since we played the show with anybody there. I enjoyed it. It was, uh, I made it through no, uh, physical breakdowns, which is kind of a crapshoot. You never know how that's going to work out. All the gear was there. I still remembered how to put it together and play it. So I'd say a, su- a success. I'm actually looking forward to, um, hopefully doing some more later this year. So we're going to go ahead and take two months off just to let our bodies heal and, um, just give ourselves some mental space. And then hopefully uh, we got some stuff in April that hopefully will be happening by then. Nice. There you go. Rob Mitchell. Yeah. Uh, uh, did you gig anywhere or was Brad Paisley uh, anywhere this week that you were drum teching for our very uh, old crusty friend, Ben Caesar? Uh, actually I was uh, Brad, the Paisley train uh, left the station for a day. We, uh, we had to do a um, taping at the Opry house NBC is uh, going to be broadcasting a 95th anniversary of the Grand Old Opry. Brad was invited, so yeah, we we uh, we piled into the uh, the Opry House on uh, was it last Thursday? Well, we were supposed to do they were supposed to do full two full band tunes, but he ended up doing one acoustically. I was kind of I was kind of bummed because I was like so looking forward to like oh man, I actually get to do my job for a change, and I showed up, and we had backline brought in from from SIR. That's uh, studio instrument rentals um, for the layman who are listening. <laughs> and so I was like, cool, you know, backline's going to be there in the morning. So I think I got there like 11, 1130. And I got there and I should have known this already because, you know, the SIR here in Nashville, there's, especially the drum department, they're, they're pretty great guys. They tend to, at least in my experience with them, they've, you know, usually good about dotting all the I's and crossing the T's. And I showed up and like all the gear was set up and I was like, fuck. <laughs> it's like, I don't even get to, of course I had to, you know, Ben sets up in a very kind of non-traditional way. So I had to do quite a bit of, you know, wrangling with his kit, but uh, yeah, it was great. You know, we, we just basically set up and they ran the song a couple times and then we were done and me and Ben went and got tacos. So, so did they play a song that uh, Brad already has out or is this a new song or what are they doing? No, they did a, uh, he did a, uh, I can't remember what the acoustic song, he did American Saturday night for the full band song because, you know, there you go. The, the theme being the Grand Old Opry on Saturday night. So yeah, it was fun. Oh, just tying it all in. Uh, he didn't play the college mascot song, did he? No, he did, he did not. And we've got a uh, we've got a video shoot next week. So yeah, so I'll actually get to set up gear, and it won't actually be connected to anything. But there'll be some fake playing going on. So yeah, hey man, get those mesh heads on there and double symbol stacks. Watch out. Yeah, sweet. And uh, yeah, and we were still off with Michael. So. Maybe we'll play some shows in April. (laughs) (laughs) The stay-at-home dad train is still running. So that is awesome. But uh, yeah, let's get into the sports this week. So we crowned two conference championships at the NFL. One was the defending conference champion, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, let's just go ahead and start with that. So yeah, the Chiefs and the Bills. And I think we all had high hopes for the Bills winning this game and hopefully pulling out the upset. But man, do you like it look good from the start? You know, Patrick Mahomes and... Tyreek Hill. Apparently they just didn't want to fucking cover Travis Kelsey. I know Joey, you were 
uh, texting us that throughout the entire game. And we were just like, he's always open. I don't understand. But yeah, Chiefs beat the Bills. Old Patrick Mahomes is going to the Super Bowl two years in a row for being, what, 25 years old, which is just wild. It's nuts. But uh, yeah, Joey, let's start with you, man. Bills, Chiefs, what do you make about the game? Thoughts, concerns, just overall sadness? What are you feeling? Yeah, I was I was pretty bummed at the outcome. I wasn't totally surprised. I feel like we maybe all picked the Bills. I know I picked the Bills, but it was kind of a... I think I was wishing it into existence. Unfortunately, I get to see the Chiefs play my team twice a year and that's exactly what they are like they they, it's so frustrating because it's so hard to stop when buffalo was up nine zip i thought oh okay i had no doubts that kansas city would come back and take the lead but i thought okay maybe we're we're gonna have a good game my couple takeaways i was a little disappointed mcdermott started pretty aggressive i want to say their first drive i think he went forward on a fourth down and they got it and then it almost, there were times where it looked like maybe the moment was too big for him. He, uh, his decision to, before they recovered the onside kick, to go for two instead of kick the extra point didn't make any sense. Could have been a two-score game at that point, especially after they got the onside kick. There was another fourth down that he punted on that was kind of, like when you're playing the Chiefs, you have to score every time is really what it comes down to. And I think I texted you guys too that they're just settling for field goals. I think that's what they did. They 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 kick a field goal instead of, instead of going forward on fourth. So I was a little bit disappointed in that, but overall for the bills, I mean, how can you be anything but incredibly optimistic about their future? I think that Allen did what a lot of young quarterbacks do in that situation. He made some plays, but uh, you just saw the difference between he and Mahomes. Mahomes is there uh, and Allen is not there yet. I can't stand the Chiefs. I do like Andy Reid. I can't stand Kelsey, but he's so good. Tyree Kill should be out of the league because I think he's he's a piece of shit that is abusive. And um, but he's so fast. They're, they're so good. I, I I don't know. I thought I thought the Bills would be able to cover Kelsey better than most teams, and I was stunned that he he got as many catches as he did. That looks like that's usually what he does to Denver every time he plays. I guess at the end of the day, I have to still take my hat off to the Chiefs. I don't like them, but <laughs> they're just good, man. They're just freaking good. And uh, Frank Clark was was a beast on defense. He was uh, uh, he, he was a beast. So I wish they would have lost, but they didn't. Yeah, man. Like it's hard to uh, to root against Andy Reid, but it's like, man, I just really hate the Chiefs as well, and just you know, like a few of those players for what they stand for and what they do in their personal lives. I just don't like obviously agree with to where I'm just like, man, just, I absolutely hate these dudes, but I love Andy Reed two years in a row. Rob, uh, what'd you make about the game? I too, I picked him and it was, you know, it was an emotional choice, but, but I, you know, I honestly felt that the bills had the, you know, the team and the tools and the, and the coaching to, to win the game. You know, those first couple drives, it was like, wow, they're even, I think they got a field goal in the first drive. Oh yeah. And then they got the fumble and scored, missed the field goal, but they were looking pretty strong offensively, you know, on both sides of the ball and defensively. And then I, again, I, like Joey said, I feel like the, they took the gas off the, they put the foot off, took the foot off the pedal. The middle of the field was just rent free. It was just free real estate. Like I, I, there were a couple of plays where the, the, the safety was just like in the fucking end zone. Like what, what is going on here? And, Kel, you know, Kelsey and, and Tyreek Hill were just 
gobbling up catches and yards. It, I, 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 you know, I'm not a I'm not a coach, but I kind of feel like I've watched a good amount of football over the past 45 years, and I have a good. I think I have a pretty good football IQ as far as like uh, how things should be, you know, done and how certain offenses should be defended. And it just seemed like opposite day after that first quarter. Like I, I, you're just watching Kelsey open constantly, and you know the Chiefs made a few unforced errors, but they they just kept rolling. You know, they're, they're just really hard to stop. I kind of feel like I'm watching the baton being passed from the Patriots to the Chiefs with the coach, a really great quarterback a completely undefendable tight end and a couple of really great fast, you know, slot in and wide out receivers. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of parallels there, but you know, hats off to the chiefs. I don't have the same hatred towards them um, as you guys do. I'm, I'm more, I can't stand Jackson Mahomes. So I just want them to lose because I don't want to see any more videos of him doing his stupid TikTok dancing. I thought they played a great game. You know, they, they looked a little rough first out, and then they pulled it together and just gave the Bills the business, man. And they just took it to them and every, you know, at every opportunity. And, you know, hats off to them. They had a game plan. They stuck to it. Jeez, you know, the Bills, again, they've got a lot of great promise. Uh, I agree. Uh, Josh Allen's not quite there yet. Man, I really wanted them to win. I wanted the Bills to go to the uh, the Super Bowl. But, you know, Seslavi, maybe next year. So uh, Travis Kelsey had 13 receptions for 118. Ridiculous. Tyreek Hill, nine receptions for 172 yards, no touchdowns, but it's just, you know, like having that wide out tight end combo. I feel like once the Bills went up nine, the defense just kind of just played that, you know, super, super safe five yards off every single receiver, you know, like that kind of D, which obviously you really can't do to the Chiefs because Mahomes is just going to carve you up. And dude, like it just seems like all those receivers and like even Kelsey are just so damn fast. They're just on a, just like completely another speed level then it just like it just like any other team right now, which is just nuts. And Rob, you were talking about Mahomes' brother. I I cannot stand that guy. <laughs> He's annoying. And his girlfriend too. His girlfriend or fiance or whatever. Yeah, whatever. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Chiefs beat the Bills and just the dream is over for old Buffalo. Joey, do you think that just over the next 10 years, do you think that the Bills are gonna have to retool their defense to beat the Chiefs, like in the playoffs from here on out? It's interesting you say that. I actually texted my brothers at the end of the game and said, we're gonna have to, we have to deal with this shit for at least the next 10 to 12 years. So yes, I mean, you know, they'll, they'll have, I still don't quite understand how the Chiefs are paying so many players so much money and it's okay somehow. I do think that then in the next two years, whether it's a Tyree kill or when Kelsey's contracts out, someone is going to want to get paid and go somewhere else, right? It happens inevitably. Um, and so that I think could potentially take them down a notch, but I mean, the bar has been set. Like Rob said, I think it's, I think it's, we could be looking at a potential uh, Patriot situation, you know, barring a, a, a big injury for Mahomes or something. I don't really see him regressing. If you, if you look at some of the, a lot of the throws he makes, and they talked about this on the broadcast, he's, he throws the ball to where he knows his receivers and tight ends are going to be. So when he scrambles and things happen, all of his, if there's busted plays, everybody knows exactly what to do and they know where to go to. And it literally makes it unstoppable outside of him, you know, throwing a bad pass or a drop, which they had, a, they did have a couple of drops. So yeah, unfortunately, I think that's the standard for the AFC. And I know for Broncos and Bronco fans, a lot of talk is about how do we get a quarterback 
and a team that can at least compete with them. Um, because, you know, they're going to have off days here and there. I still can't believe they lost to the Raiders. The Chiefs did. I, I think it's wishful thinking if you think, oh, we're going to have, you know, a subpar average quarterback and a really good defense. We're going to be able to hang with the Chiefs. It's just, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, because like if the Broncos can like at least put a team together that can like at least just win the home game, uh, just like in Denver every single year, you know, and just like split the series one and one, you know, like every single year, like I think that would be a victory for, I think all uh, Denver fans for sure. Yeah, Rob, like what do you make about the Bills defense? Like where do you think they should go from here? I, I just, again, like I said, I feel like their strategy was to kind of like give them the short passes. You know, they like I said, there was so much, there's so much room in the middle of that field think this is going to be more of a, a coaching thing. I mean, they seem to be a pretty, you know, uh, personnel-wise, seem to be a pretty great, pretty good team. I, I just, to me, that game was just a complete failure in being able to uh, kind of assess in-game and making adjustments because they just kept coming, you know. Um, I, I think, you know, obviously they, they probably have some weak spots they can probably address in free agency in the draft. But, I mean, it's a pretty strong defensive team, they wouldn't have been in the AFC championship, you know, if they didn't have one, you know, if everyone stays healthy and Allen stays in Buffalo, that, that division will probably be theirs for quite a while, unless, you know, somehow Belichick makes another deal with the devil and gets a, you know, <laughs> somehow gets a, <laughs> you know, a Matt Stafford or something happens in Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers goes there. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know what else you can say other than that. I think they just had a really shitty defensive game plan and it just didn't work. Well, you bring up Bill Belichick and everybody was always talking about Tom Brady just being a system quarterback over there, but he moves down to Tampa Bay and once again, makes it to his 10th Super Bowl with a different team to move on to the Battle of the Bays. We have Tampa Bay and Green Bay. Dude, like I know that we all picked Green Bay to win this game, but I would say like I'm surprised, but at the same time, it's Tom Brady, you know, and it seemed like Chris Goblin actually caught passes this past week. So like that actually helped them out. But um, yeah, Rob, uh, what do you take away from the game this past weekend? I think that one of the biggest things that I noticed right off the bat was the absence of David Bakhtiari at left tackle for Green Bay. Shaq Barrett and Jason Pierre-Paul were living basically rent-free in that backfield all afternoon. You know, Rodgers, we, we've seen him scramble and make plays on the run. He's He's pretty fleet of foot, but they were just relentless. And I think that's the most important aspect of, of the, uh, of the success of the, uh, of Tampa Bay. You know, everybody's kind of talking about how great Tom Brady is and he is, you know, he's probably the greatest quarterback of all time, but he didn't really have the stats. You know, he had, I think he had something like 280 yards. Uh, he did have three touchdowns, but he also had three interceptions, you know, on paper, I, I think, uh, you know, Rogers looked, looked a lot better, but at the end of the day, they won the game. Um, but yeah, defensively, Devin White, Pierre Paul, Shaq Barrett, I mean, those guys are cresting on a wave of absolute will and dominance right now. It was it was actually, as much as I didn't want Brady and the, and the Bucks to win, just being a Saints fan, it was kind of amazing to watch them just get after Rodgers. I mean, you, you know, it was it was pretty impressive. And I think that, to me, that was kind of the the kind of the linchpin of the game. And of course we can talk about the questionable plays, play callings on, on the side of a uh, Matt LaFleur, but, but God, defensively, they just, they just kept after him. You know, uh, the running game was 
okay was kind of kept in check. Uh, Aaron, obviously Aaron Jones went out that, that had a huge impact on their ability to move the ball on the ground, but man, what a great defensive effort again by the, by the bucks uh, hats off to them. Um, Devin white, former LSU guy, happy for him. <laughs> just watching Aaron Rodgers run for his life. Most of the afternoon was just a, uh, was it was kind of not of a joy, but it was definitely a surprise. And I, I just couldn't believe I was seeing it. You know, I, I mean, I guess I wasn't surprised, but, but just at the level where they just did not let up the whole game. So yeah, like Aaron Rodgers went 33 for 48 with 346 yards, three touchdowns and one interception. Rob, you were talking about how, you know, like Rodgers, you know, essentially outplayed Brady and Brady's stats were 20 for 36 with 280 yards, three touchdowns, but three interceptions. So Joey, like if you saw those stats, but didn't know the outcome of the game, like, I mean, like you would assume that Green Bay like would have won that game, right? Yeah, ab- ab- absolutely. I mean, that looks like a typical Rogers line. It's actually rare for him to throw an interception. Um, and I think it was, off, wasn't that off of a tipped ball or something? I think so, I feel yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I totally would have thought, especially with the three turnovers by Tampa, I would have said, Oh, well, that's more than enough. That's all Rogers need. The story of the game was Tampa's defense. Um, hats off to Todd Bowles. Um, and, and that whole staff, Rogers, it's, it's, I guess it's impressive that he put up those numbers with how much pressure he was under the entire day. Mm-hmm. You know, Shaq Barrett has a fond place in my heart, former Bronco, any Broncos that listen to this, if you get mad and you say that Denver was stupid for letting him go, uh, the reason Shaq Barrett wanted to go somewhere else and sign a big contract was because he wanted to start and he was not going to start over Von Miller two years ago when they let him go. But he straight up looked like Von Miller. There was one sack that he went around the edge and was almost like at a 45 degree angle. And I, I thought it, it looked exactly like Von Miller out there. So that was the difference in the game. Um, the defense. I, I mean, I feel like I probably should have known after watching what they did to the saints. And now this, I think they do have a shot to slow down Mahomes uh, and get that kind of pressure on him. But that was impressive, man. They just came after him and Rogers is not, you know, he's not a, he's not a scrambler, uh, but he's, mo- he, he's smart. He can move around the pocket and he can make things happen. And, um, yeah. but he just couldn't do it. Devin White played like his hair was on fire. Um, it was great. Brady. I, I, I'm just at the point where I was at this point after they won their last Super Bowl, but you know, anyone that's going to try to get in and, and, and chime in with excuses on why he's not the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, there's a meme, Kyle, I think you sent it where it was, it was basically Brady just saying, which team do I want to go play for and go to the Super Bowl? You know, just like random, <laughs> yeah. randomly picking yeah. a team. Like he just threw a dart. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's incredible. It, his it's, <laughs> it's incredible. I, I don't understand his arm. It's like, he's, he has all of the, the brain smarts and, and the wisdom of someone who's playing, been playing football for 75 years, which is exactly what Peyton Manning had. But the difference is when Manning retired, he couldn't throw the ball 15 yards and, and Brady, I, I swear his arm is getting stronger. I don't really understand uh, what's going on in the TB 12 lab. Uh, <laughs> But hats off to the Bucks. I I was I was wrong. I, I didn't think they I didn't think the defense could stop stop Rodgers and the Packers, uh, and they did. And agreed, some bad bad calls. Man, to to kick a field goal and and uh, or, or 
was it a kick a field goal or um instead of going for it yes 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 yeah they were like what is it for? they were down on the um i don't know like the eight yard line yeah that, that was the game right there you know I, and we talked about this via text but but the play before that on that third and goal he, you know again yeah rogers is not the most he, he is he's fairly fleet of foot but he can get out of pocket maybe plays he had he had a very good chance of running that ball in on that third long. I mean, at third and goal, he could have taken it in or gotten a lot closer. And he chose absolutely to, to to dump it over the middle. I think he was trying to throw it to Tanya. And his yeah, he was like double covered. Yeah, he threw it right in double coverage. He, I think it was Tanya that had like two guys draped over him. It's like, dude, you had eight yards of uncontested, you know, green real estate. And he and he, uh, you know, he chose to throw the ball. So yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I. I you're in the ACF AFC I mean, NFC championship. You're inside the the 10 yard line on fourth down. You, you got to go for it. I think I, I kind of feel like it was one of those moments. One of those, uh, Kevin cash, Tampa Bay Ray. I think, I think they were kind of, you know, thinking the analytics of the situation, but when you're dealing with Tom Brady, would you rather have no points and have him on the eight yard line or give him the ball at the 25 or the 30 with the three points, I think I would have gone for it and, and took my, took my chances on, on getting the ball back with better field position to score. That was a bad decision, but Hey man, Rogers had a chance to take the ball in. So I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, and I think it's just, it's the same thing with the bills with McDermott. You know, you give the ball back to Mahomes. I heard someone say on a, on a podcast this week that anytime you're in those situations and you're, you're choosing to give the ball to a Brady or Mahomes, over you having an opportunity to score. It's just, they're, they're just too good. It just won't, the chances of them missing, a, uh, making a mistake with a possession and that are so much smaller than you being able to score a touchdown. But I agree with you on Rogers. I mean, I know he was obviously pissed at it before. There was plenty of room. I think he could have run it in at the very least. I think he could have gotten it down to the one or two yard line. And then maybe that makes that fourth down uh, a simpler call. But it's too bad. That was the. That, I think that's the best Green Bay team they've had since since Rodgers has been there. Just quickly, uh, do you think if Rodgers would have ran that, but like maybe just like would have gotten stopped at the one or two yard line, uh, do you think Matt Lafleur uh, like would have still opted to kick a field goal, or do you think he would have had more guts to go for it, being that close to the end zone, Joey? I think he would have gone for it. I think he was. Yeah, yeah. I think that that. Yeah, I think he would have gone. Yeah, Rob, what do you think? Yeah, same. I think he that gives you a, a much better leverage, you know, they, they had a decent running game. I think they probably could have done it, called any number of plays, but yeah, I, I think he probably would have, I think he probably would have gone for it. All right. And now let's move on to the speculation that is Aaron Rodgers. Um, he gave, you know, some pretty, you know, you know, kind of wild comments after the game, you know, like I know that he's, you know, like really amped up and just really, really emotional f- from that game. And then, you know, like whenever you stick a microphone in someone's face, you know, after that, you know, like you really don't know what you're going to get half the time, but I mean, he kind of said some things that, you know, kind of, you know, kind of like alluded to him possibly leaving green Bay. So Rob, like, what do you make of Aaron Rodgers comments on, you know, like, yeah, he really doesn't know what's going to happen next year or, and yeah, like don't leave, you know, like anything up for, you know, speculation in terms of his future. Like, what do you think Rodgers is going to do? And what do you take away from those comments that he made? I think, I think him leaving is a very, very viable possibility you know he's got a lot of leverage uh he's running out of time 
you know, I mean, he's in good health. I mean, well, I said, look at Brady. How, how old is Rodgers now? Is he 37? 36. I think 36. Yeah, I, I think I'm not sure what the the particulars of his contract are, but as we've seen recently with Deshaun Watson and other players, if he wants to force a a trade, he certainly well could. You know, there aren't a lot of players in the league that that have that kind of leverage. I could see it, and honestly, I'd like to see it. I think Lafour is a is a good coach, but you know. Maybe it's time for him to move on, try to do it with somebody else. Hell, Brady did it. Yeah, I'm ready. I, you know, it's I kind of like the chaotic. One of the things I love about football is the the off the field chaos, the kind of machinations of all the contracts, and you know what, and you know what we're seeing in Houston with Deshaun Watson. That is a horribly run organization. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Why? I don't, I, we've talked about Jack used to be in the, in the past. I don't know if you guys read the SI article, but how that guy is, I, I know he's only acting GM right now, but how that dude was ever allowed to have any kind of position of authority in a billion dollar <laughs> football franchise. I, I'm all for it. I, I want to see Deshaun go somewhere else. I want to see Aaron Rodgers go somewhere else. I'm excited to see where Stafford ends up. Um, Obviously, he didn't want to stick around in Detroit anymore, like a lot of players don't. Not a great organization, and you know, there's a lot of other, you know, there's a lot of other players. I mean, we're looking at Cam Newton, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Trubisky. What's going to happen with Fitzmagic? Where is he going to go next? <laughs> Dak, Sam Darnold, Wentz. You know, there, there's a lot of balls in the air with these guys, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens in in um, with all the contractual stuff and all the free agency. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm ready to see, you know, as much as I, you're kind of used to see, it's like seeing Brady in that uniform. Well, now we're seeing him in the Super Bowl wearing a Bucks uniform. He's wearing the pewter in red. Let's, let's see if Aaron can do it in a different team. I think he can. Joey, quickly, what do you make of, uh, of Roger's comments after the uh, game? You know, part of me thinks that they get a, a mic or a Zoom call shoved in their face 30 minutes after the flight. You know, they're emotional. They're, they're, they're going to, I think sometimes it's unfair for the press and for us as fans, maybe to think that they're going to give a totally rational perspective in that point. Uh, but Rogers is kind of a weird dude, right? He doesn't like really talk to his family that much. He's he's just kind of a, he's kind of an odd guy that's incredibly gifted and a great football player. And I think that if he wants to get out there and um, try playing for a different team, switch things up, I don't, I, I agree with Rob. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think he, he has that right. And, and, uh, he sees his window shrinking. He's got one Super Bowl for all of his stats and as great as he's played, he's got one Super Bowl. Um, and maybe he, he wants to go try it somewhere else, try with a new coach, try with a new staff, new players. So it's, it is, it is going to be very, very interesting, especially for my Broncos who are in a very weird quarterback situation. Now that they have a new GM, there's a lot of possibilities with free agent quarterbacks out there. So it's going to give us a, a lot to talk about these next few months. Yeah. Joey, do you think that Rogers is going to pull a Manning and go to Denver? I, I, I don't, uh, I would love it. I would absolutely love it. Um, I, I think that, I think his shelf life is a little bit too small. I don't think Denver's as close to a Super Bowl as they were when they got Manning, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. So I think they're going to want someone a little more time. I do think that, I think they're going to end up signing Stafford. I know Peter King has been saying he Denver is 
either his number one or number two pick for Stafford to go. Um, I think Stafford has at least five or six years left. So um, I think Stafford's going to go to Denver, but I would love it if I'd love it if, if Denver signed Rogers, but I think he's going to end up somewhere else. I think Rogers going to end up. I think Rogers going to end up in San Francisco. That's my that's my number one. Rob, like, what if uh, Sean Payton made a play for Aaron Rodgers? Oh, I would be ecstatic. I don't think that's going to happen, but yeah, bring it. I've 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 always loved Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he's a weird dude. You know, personality wise, he can be great on commercials. You know, as we've seen in post game interviews, he can be uh, a little fractious. And yeah, that's to be understood. He's one of the greatest guys to ever put on, you know, to play that position. Um, granted, he doesn't have a ton of Super Bowls like Brady does, but you know, he's definitely he's definitely uh, an amazing player. And I think he's got a lot of tread on the tire. If he if they want to get him in New Orleans, I am all for it. He's got the you know he's got the receivers. Uh, you know, I think I think if there's going to be a coach that likes to sling the ball around and and get creative. I think that's a good pairing with him and Peyton. So yeah, I say bring it. You know, like out of all the teams that like he could go to and probably win a Super Bowl next year, I do feel like New Orleans may be one of the places that he could end up in. That well, like if he wants to win a Super Bowl, you know, sooner than later. But uh, yeah, man, like it's just weird to have Green Bay draft Jordan Love and to have Lafleur take the ball out of his hands. You know, like the last yeah, like well, like on that fourth down to a, to a, to a kick a field goal when he's thinking, yeah, we should not give the ball back to Brady and just kick a field goal and try to stop him. You know, like I think Aaron, you know, has a better football IQ than his coach probably did at that time. But yeah, like maybe they were looking at the numbers and thought, Hey, this is probably a good idea, but playoffs championship game. Like you don't want to put the ball back in Brady's hands or just give him the option to do anything. But, but yeah, but we would love to see the old Aaron Rodgers in Charlotte, but I know that is never going to fucking happen. So, uh, <laughs> although I did, uh, Kyle, I did, I did read something that, uh, there, you know, when it comes to Deshaun Watson, everyone's got some theory on how like, Oh, he liked this photo by the jets from six months ago or whatever. But I have seen some, uh, I have seen some ties, uh, about him going to, sh- to, uh, uh, to the Panthers. Yeah, man. Clemson guy, you know, going back to, uh, like the Carolinas, I think it'd be awesome. You know, like, I think, I mean, like he's definitely better than Teddy. You know, like granted, you know, like I think Teddy, yeah, like does need a few more years if he's going to be, you know, just like a really capable starter in the NFL. But, but yeah, I mean, don't rule it out. Old Deshaun Watson coming back to the Carolinas, you know, getting that vinegar based barbecue. <laughs> be great. <laughs> Would love it. Let's uh, roll on a pod, damn it, to uh, close this show out. And uh, Rob Mitchell, do you want to start out this week on pod? Damn yeah, it? I, I do. And uh, I, I, I keep, you know, I was trying to like keep my antenna up for having a, some kind of a, sports-based pod, damn it. But um, I really couldn't, I really couldn't come down with a good one. Uh, but my, my pod, damn it, is always about, it seems this just kind of irrational human behavior. And I think we've all, maybe we've had this discussion in the past uh, about certain parking lot etiquettes. I know I've talked about people walking in the middle of the, where people drive. Uh, the backing in to parking lots to parking spaces. I'm not a huge fan of, um, for various reasons, but I have a new pod damn it level of disrespect of selfish, uh, lack of awareness, human behavior of the, and I, and the reason why I bring this up is because 
in the past two days, I've seen this happen three times. The people that pull into, okay, you know how there's some parking lots where the where the spaces are literally just right across from each other. They're, they're straight. Um, mm-hmm. And then you have the ones that are at an angle, you know, so there's, there's one way you go in and there's one way you come around the end cap and you go around the other way. The people that pull in to the, the parking lot that have the angled parking lot spaces. Okay. That, that already sets off an alarm of just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, are you a sociopath or you're just a dumbass? But in the past three days, saw it twice at Kroger, once at another place. And I can't remember where it was. People, pulling in the wrong going wrong way into a into a, a parking lane with the slanted angled parking spaces and then backing in to a spot <laughs> double whammy like, like full on Austin <laughs> Power style like 38 point turn like are you fucking kidding me like i sat there last night at Kroger's watching this guy and it literally took him 2 minutes in 34 fucking seconds, I pulled out my stopwatch. It's like, I got to see how long it's going to take this asshole. And it was literally, I'm like, I felt like years falling off of my lifespan. I was just like, are you, and I wasn't even in a hurry, but and I literally, you know, wasn't even mad. I was in a very kind of normal emotional state. And I literally went from like completely normal emotional state to just full on blood rage. I'm like, you've got <laughs> to be kidding me. Like, and there's a, like a lot, and there's just people coming and going, you know, walking around. And I'm just watching this circus of complete sociopathic selfish behavior. And I'm just like, how did we get here? So yeah, pod damn it to that guy <laughs> and the other two people that, or anyone that thinks that backing into a parking spot, going down the wrong way is a good idea. <laughs> just please go find another dimension to live in because you, you have no purpose here. Thank you. Pod damn it out. Rob, please tell me that they were driving a car that is way, I mean, like way bigger than what they should be driving as well. I mean, like, please tell me like they were driving like a Ford F-150 that they can't even no, handle. No, no. Well, okay. In one instance, the guy wasn't a fairly good sized truck. It wasn't like a giant jacked up guy. But the guy last night was driving like some early 90s, like white, uh, huge land whale of a it was just this huge long not a sedan what's the next step up from there this it was just like what are you doing like and there's people trying to back out and get in the get out of the wise way and he's just like he's just forced it instead of like going all right guys my bad and just pulling all the way down the lane and starting over finding a spot on the other side on the on the right you know angle to park in he just <laughs> kept forcing his will uh, it was just, yeah, it was this huge, long, like almost like Cadillac length car. And I, I was just like, yeah, it was almost three minutes watching this guy trying to pull this off. And I, part of me was a little impressed. It is just overall <laughs> complete lack of, of uh, awareness to, you know, and, and, but, but at the same time, I was just like, I, I, and I saw a couple people walk up to him and like one guy slapped the hood and one guy yelled at him. And I was just like, <laughs> it's not going to matter. He's just going to keep going. He's, 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 he's heads, you know, he's heads and feet in at this point. So God. Dude, slapping the hood. That's some like New York city. Yeah, shit. Right yeah, there, it is. Yeah, and you don't, you don't really <laughs> expect to see that at a, at the parking lot in, in Hermitage Kroger. It's just that complete, but yeah, <laughs> yet it happens. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's great. Uh, yeah. Like I'll keep mine short. Uh, my pod damage is on Patrick Mahomes's uh, brother and, 
fiance, I guess now. I fucking hate those two more than anything. It's like, I mean, like, would you be doing all these TikTok videos and would you be as popular as you are, you know, quote popular, you know, like if Mahomes like wasn't a great quarterback. No, you're just riding the coattails of your fucking brother, man. Come on, dude. Nobody cares. You're fucking annoying. I just want Tom Brady to just beat the shit out of the chiefs right yeah. now. Uh, Buck bucks by 35. Here we go. Please. I just don't want to see him dancing on TikTok during the fucking super bowl. Sorry for dropping a lot of F-bombs, but that guy is literally the worst. Can't stand him. She's annoying. And they wouldn't both be there if it wasn't for Mahomes just being a great athlete and signing like a half a billion dollar contract. Get out of here. All right. Pod damn it over. Joey, go ahead. Uh, so, sorry, I'm listening to my dog uh, going nuts because I saw somebody walking. Um, so <laughs> she feels the need to just let everybody know that she doesn't like that. Yeah, that's um, her pod so, damn it. She doesn't like people walking. Yeah, yeah. She thought it was her turn. Uh, so having an issue with my washing machine um, and went online, did some troubleshooting, thought I had a possible fix, worked well last night, had the same issue this morning, got a great appliance repair guy, Come, he's going to come out and fix it. But I was telling Kyle about it before we started and it was reminding me of people that come out to repair people or HVAC people, plumbers, uh, when they come out to fix something on your house or your car or whatever, and they immediately start commenting on how it was done improperly uh, the last time or how they, they don't like that brand because they don't build them well. Um, I'll give you an example. Last time I had an issue with our dryer, a different repair guy came out. And the first thing he said is, oh, geez, Samsung appliances are the worst. Oh, man, these, these things are just garbage. And I wanted to say, well, I, I mean, this is in my house. I bought it, A. And B, I would think you would like them because if they are garbage, it's providing you business. So you're coming and you're going to repair this and it's going to make money. I've actually never thought about it that way before. Yeah. So if this, was, if this worked all the time, you wouldn't have a job. Uh, I kind of feel like plumbers are the worst, whether it's looking at you know ducting or piping or whatever. And you know how it goes, you know, the drill, they'll look at something and they'll go, oh my God, why in the world did they do it like this? This is terrible. Why would they, why would they take a left? Day? Oh, this was, this was bad. They should not have done this again. Sweet dude. Maybe tell that around the water cooler with your plumber buddies, tell them about this idiot that you went to his house and all the piping was, you know, run the wrong way or was PVC or copper when it should, whatever. If you could just fix it, let me know what the price is. I'll pay you. And then we'll just move on. You want to talk about the Titans? You want to, you know, shoot the breeze about the Preds? Great. I don't want to talk about politics with you. And I don't want to hear how it should have been done different because my time machine isn't working. So I can't go back and change it. And guess what? If I did, uh, it would be better and you wouldn't be there. So pod damn it out. Joey, I'm going to have to throw a flag on your pod damn it. That's the second time. That's the second time you've used the same pod, damn it. Is that allowed? Did yeah. I do that one already? Yeah, you did. Dang. I uh, 15 yards. Yeah, it kind of rings the bell now. <laughs> that would... <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, that's no. Yeah, I'm like, no well, now, now my pod, damn it, is how old I am. I couldn't remember <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, good. It's somebody besides me for a change. Great. Oh, my gosh. You know what's... Yeah, I... As I was... There was one point when I was speaking, I thought, I wonder if I've said this before, but I think it was it was triggered by, by a, a appliance repair. 
So, um, yeah, no, my, that was just my fake pod. Now my real one is I agree with Kyle. I can't stand, uh, (laughs) (laughs) is, uh, uh, yeah, that's it. So my, my pod name, is on my brain. (laughs) All right. And that wraps up this week of one more pass. We are at one more pass. Are are we going to do our, our music, uh, recommendations? Oh yeah. Let's do that. Uh, Joey quickly, quickly. Do you have a artist or an album recommendation for everybody at uh, at the end of this? Yeah. I was going to say I'm, I'm pretty obsessed with uh, the latest killers record. Um, It came out earlier this year, but just came out on vinyl a couple months ago and it's freaking awesome. And uh, check it out. I love every song. It's, It's very rock and roll. And then some of it, Sounds like it's out of the movie Labyrinth, which is super awesome too. And yeah, check it out. Now playing Joey's vinyl. He has that marquee <laughs> on his uh, vinyl set. All right, Rob, artist or album you're into right now? Uh, I've been listening to, the, I'll be showing my age here. The uh, Barry Gibb put out a, you know, there was a Bee Gees documentary that came out. Uh, I'm a big fan, came out on the HBO last month. I've watched it three times now. Uh, and he has a... Uh, New duet record called Greenfields, uh, the Gibb Brothers songbook, basically going back and just re-recording BG songs. And uh, I'm a big fan; have been all my life, most of my life. I had to kind of, I had to kind of pretend that I didn't love them when I was a kid because it wasn't cool. I had to hide my Carpenters and ABBA and BG's records. It's really good. Uh, there are a couple of misses. He does some. It's it's duets and it's all kind of Nashville people. Dave Cobb produced it. There's a couple of misses like eh, there aren't they shouldn't have done that or whatever, but uh great song selection, really beautiful record. Uh, the very last song, the song called butterfly, which is a very old BG tune that he did with David Rawlings and Gillian Welch. If it does not tear open your chest and rip your heart out, uh, there's something wrong with you. So that's my recommendation. There you go. And uh, mine is actually uh, a song program on Netflix called Coco melon. It's in the kids section that, my daughter has been wearing out uh, the past <laughs> five months. No, I'm just a big fan of Charlie Puth. I still love Charlie Puth. And if you're into pop music, I think all of his synth parts, like all of the bass parts that he lays down and he actually, I think he programs and plays everything. And then he kind of has some input from his producer after that. But yeah, he for the most part does everything himself. And I think that's wild and freaking awesome. And it just grooves so hard. So just anything Charlie Puth, I would recommend voice notes. And then his newest single called girlfriend is a throwback to the eighties, which I absolutely love. Even though I was only born in 87 and I didn't grow up in the eighties. I love eighties music. So sounds awesome to me. Sorry, Rob and Joey for, uh, you know, making you sad on that one. That's okay. I still haven't recovered from my saying the same pot damn it twice. That's <laughs> so that'll just make me feel even older. I'm just saying, Joey, just, you need to start taking some uh, ginkgo, kind of get the synapses uh, back online. We can, we can share old guy, you know. I appreciate it. Yeah, fixes after the podcast. <laughs> Ginkgo Biloba. All right, that wraps up this week's episode of One More Pass. You can follow us at One More Pass on Instagram, at One More Pass on Twitter. Our email is onemorepasspod at gmail.com. We'll read another email next week if, if one gets in, but we'll keep going with our artists and album uh, recommendations for that week. I think that is awesome. So Joey, do you have any parting words for our pass receivers? Uh, keep wearing your mask. Get the vaccine as soon as you can. Um, feels good to see some light at the end of the tunnel. So, uh, yeah, stay safe. Yeah, Rob? Yeah, uh, wear your mask. Don't be an asshole. And don't 
back in to your parking spaces. Just don't. Just don't. It doesn't save you that much time. <laughs> you, just like a, you just look like a jackass. All right. We'll see y'all next week. Oh, yeah, and go Bucks. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Bucks by 35. Jackson Mahomes, he's terrible. <laughs>